Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah, Rachel. Yep. Live? It's not a live stream. I've just pressed record. It's a live stream. Uh, no, no, no. It's not a live stream. This is a record only on StreamYard, provided by StreamYard. Are you sure it's not live? And it's, it's most definitely not live. It's not a live stream. You can check on Instagram. I can almost guarantee you it's not being streamed. I'm going to check. She's going to check. She's not too sure, guys. Okay. <laughs> the levels of anxiety that just came through, Rachel. Oh, my God, look. Is that trapped floss in a, in a gum? Yeah. That is horrendous. That is disgusting. What did you... Why did you show that to me? It just came off on my phone. Look, look, don't be a hero. No live stream. Nothing being live. We've got stories. All right, just just proving to you it's not being live streamed. Anyway, hello, dear listener. How are we doing? Welcome to a very special episode of Don't Be a Hero podcast. It's me, Matt, not with a forest, but I'm here. Go on, can we give me a best impression of forest? Of forest, yeah. We're going to be discussing Tim Burton's Corpse Oh, she's already announced it. We everyone knows what it is. Oh, they oh, true, they, they do. Oh, no, they we do. we do a little bit. So we do a little bit at the beginning, like this. This I is our little really bit. Listen to it, so and then we go, and we're gonna do, and then, and then we roll the intro. But that's but that's fine. You weren't you were. How are you to know? You weren't to know. That's fine. I didn't get given notes. You weren't given notes. You wouldn't have known before coming in. But how are you, sweetheart? Welcome to the podcast. Thank Welcome. You. you are our official. First co-host minus a forest. Yeah, it's oh, got some big shoes to fill. You got some big shoes big, to fill. I don't know what size his feet are. I don't know. His feet are. I don't know. I'll text him. Okay, dear listener, after three, take a guess. Okay, we're gonna shout out Forest's uh shoe size after three. Our guess is three, two, one, nine and a half. Ten. <laughs> this is great. Are you actually content. gonna ask? I'm gonna ask him. Matter of urgency, what size are your feet? And then he's going to be like, oh, oh, then buy, me, then buy me some shoes. Oh. And then the shoes are never going to appear. And he'll be like, oh, I thought they were getting me some shoes. Matter of urgency, how much? Yeah. Hmm? What? What? What's, how big are your feet? Just what size are your that's feet? the question, isn't things? it? That's the, no, how big, what, what is your what shoe size? What size shoe are you? Yeah. You could probably hear like chainsawing going background as well. That's timely stuff. Also, the kids are in. And the kids are in. The, the kids are in the other room. Uh, so oh, oh. there we go. Can we? There we go. Almost on cue. There's one. Almost on cue. Is she okay? Yeah, she What's right. Your sister watching in there. The corpse right. Roll the intro. <laughs>
Okay, what the suit? What's the size? What's nine. the size? He's a size nine. Is he? Oh, okay. Thank you for the intro, Haley. We are indeed going to be reviewing the Corpse Bride, which is currently being watched next door in the other room by the kids. Because you, you watched it with us, didn't you? You did. You did. Yes, we did. So, Rachel, we go through characters, we go through plot, we give our initial thoughts, okay. and then we kind of round off on a on a crisp packet rating. Okay. But I thought also the reason why you're here talking is because tomorrow it's our wedding anniversary. Yes, it's our wedding anniversary tomorrow. Yeah. How many years have we been married now? How old are you? Seven, eight. Eight years. It's eight years. Tomorrow. You're joking. We've been together eleven years. Mate, really? No. I should know this. We've been together 11 years and we've been married yeah. eight years tomorrow. Wow. Eight years. Eight years. That's a long time. I think. Yeah. Not Is as that... long as nine. Not as long as nine. Not as long as, oh, if only Forrest had size eight feet. Yeah, eight years. Oh, and as well, actually, while we're kicking off, I want to give a massive congratulations to Lee in Lights, Camera, Rant, who recently got engaged. Oh. As well. So talking of weddings. Do you need a wedding band? And I really oh my one. god, Lee would one thousand percent come to Australia. If no, you... We'd go to Australia. We, we we yeah. We'd... Oh, we'll come. We'll come. Yeah. Have we just invited ourselves to play at his wedding? Do you want our band to play at your wedding? We're really good. Yeah. We're really good. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. We are actually really good. Well, let's go hey. through first things first. Corpse Bride. Initial thoughts. Haley, mm-hmm. what do you think of the movie? Very good. Yeah. Dead person, very scary but beautiful. Oh, that's really nice. I love that. Scary but beautiful. They're juxtaposing words. The maggot is very words. funny. The maggot is very maggot funny. Is very, very funny. I like that. Rachel, what's your initial thoughts on the movie? It's one of my favourite films. You're very lucky it got drawn out of the roulette last week. I know, and I suggested it. You did. <laughs> You did. So, uh, yeah, what do you think of it in terms of its plot, summary, characters, cinematography? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to just go through my notes? No, just I want overall view before we go into details. Oh, what she said. I'm not good at stuff like this off the cuff. You know that I'm not. I. It's one of my favourite films. I really, really enjoy it. That's good. Why do you really enjoy I it? I love Tim Burton's... I, lo- I like Tim Burton's weirdness. Weirdness. I like. I like the edginess. I like. I like. What are you doing? I like stop animation. Is that what it is? It's it's stop animation. It's is the it? first stop animation to be recorded digitally. Oh, is it? Fact. Was the was the first one that he did was Nightmare? I don't know if that was his first. Like, no, it wasn't, um, it wasn't his first like film, was it? No, but in terms that. of stop motion. I don't know. Interested to know. Um, but yeah, I think for me, in terms of my overall views, I think um, it's the second time that I've seen the movie. Um, I When did you see it for the first time, Matt? I went and saw it on a date. Uh, with Not with me. Not with you, because I was 15 when this movie came out in 2005. I was 16. It's only an hour and 17 minutes. We watched it a couple of days ago. Very short movie, um, which actually is quite refreshing for us. <laughs> On this podcast, um, but yeah, I think in terms of overall views, I I thought it was maybe too short, um, just for me. Oh, okay. Um, I enjoyed the music, but I didn't. L- 
I enjoyed the music, but I didn't love the music. None of the songs are catchy. Would you have enjoyed it if Victor had had his own solo song? It probably would have helped. Because he did character. and they cut it. Oh, okay. But it is available on the bonus edition CD. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that would have made more sense for it to be put in, to be honest, because it would have done better for his character as well. In terms of like character development, that's what songs... If you're doing a musical, that's what the songs are for, right? Victor is very wet. Yeah, it's too. I, this is the other thing. I I enjoyed it. I think in terms of color grading, I really loved the when he goes into the uh, the dead, the area of the dead. It becomes color, and then in the real world, it's black and white. So I love that kind of um, juxtaposition. 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 Um, and I think in terms of the the stop motion, I think in terms of the characters, the voice work, all top stuff. And it is a yeah a proper good like classic Tim Burton movie, but I don't wasn't like bowled over by it. Were you not? No. I love it. It's like it's all right. It's like yeah, it's all right. It's all right. yeah. I think it's a great introduction right. for these because she they hasn't they haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas because I think that is still too scary. Yeah. But if you know that, but you met you met Jack Skeleton Jack at Skeleton. Disney. He put you in a Christmas tree. Yeah. You were one. He put you on a Christmas tree. He did. And we let him, weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Well, I put you on a Christmas tree. Mm. Mine? Yeah. You're so happy. But, like, it's a good introduction. Like, so now when you're a bit bigger, you like, did you like the style of the film and the animation? And it wasn't a cartoon, was it? It's all, like, puppets. Yeah, puppets. I like that part of yeah. the movie. The puppet stuff. Puppets. Puppet stuff. Well, I tell you what, why don't you go have a little second watch and come back to us in a moment. We'll come, if I bring you back in about half an hour's time, you give me your second thoughts and how it's getting on on your second watch. Okay. Yeah? Go on then. Hi. There you Insane go. Insane voice talent. Insane voice talent. Yeah, absolutely. Did anyone jump out to you immediately? In terms of um, characters. Um, yeah, Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee as uh, his voice is so incredibly famous, um, and yeah, as Pastor Gulswells, Gulswells, um, but he was fantastic. Um, I think Johnny Depp shouldn't have played that role. I'm going to say it now. I said it the other day, but okay. Okay, why do you think that first? I don't really have a reason. I just it doesn't scream Johnny Depp to me. I don't know why. It's just a bit of a wet character. I don't think he does wet characters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it's not characterless, but it's... had fifteen minutes to come up with it, everything. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Was that is that an actual genuine thing? I believe so. So they were like, "Oh, we're going to do Corpse Bride." Hmm. Cool. and he was like I've got a while to I'm this I barely remember this but I've got a while to also get into this and then they met up for something else and he said oh we can do some recordings of Corpse Bride we can do a bit of Corpse Bride while we're here oh like, uh, okay and then he just literally was like I've got to come up with a character yeah. I mean isn't it amazing to be in a, a position like that though you know you've got that could be a mate like Tim Burton. Absolutely bull, absolute bullshit. Our friend, 
when we were doing our amdrams when we were teenagers, yeah. we used to babysit um, their children because they lived around here. Lived around here. With Tim Burton and Helen Bonham Carter yeah. when they were together. Yes, but oh, are you coming out for a drink tonight? Like, no, I'm looking after the Burton kids. That's mad, Bonham isn't it? Carter, Pen, the Bonham Carter kids. That's absolutely crazy. I wonder what the house. I bet the house is like proper gothic. Yeah. Like, like, like Corpse Bride. Yeah. In terms of that kind of house. But yeah, I think, okay, so let's tell you what, let's stick to the format, Rachel, stick to the uh... format. Let's talk about plot. So, um, it's a, I, I wouldn't, I, I, it's, is it a classic love story? No. It's based on an old, um, Jewish, Jewish folk tale, I believe. Again, I believe, I believe. <sighs> what was Corpse Bribe? Base or just are you editing this? That's called the finger. Tim Burton was inspired by Howard Schwartz's retelling of the Jewish folktale, The Finger. Great. Took someone else's story and made it Hollywood. Right. I tell you what. Let's talk about story, plot, narrative. What are your thoughts? Do we tell them what what it is? Yep. Two families, two households, both alike in dignity. <laughs> in, in fair Verona, where, where we lay our scene. It's not that. Okay. Oh, we should have done that. Anyway. No. Okay. Then the McHugh Show one. Best McHugh Show ever. That's a good one. As in the movie. The, the movie. One, the Baz Luhrmann one. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so two households. One household is like super snobby and rich, except they're not anymore. Mm -hmm. They're destitute now. Anyway. They're going to marry off their daughter to a family who um, have built up a business. So they have some money, but they're still pretending they're very high and mighty because yeah. they don't know that they're poor. Um, poor now. They're going to marry off their daughter. They've never met the two characters, Victor and Emily, who are getting married, have never met at all until we meet them. So the, our first meetings of them are their first meetings of them. Yeah. And the Victor's very nervous and the wedding rehearsal goes wrong and then he freaks out and he goes and runs into the woods like you do. And there's all sorts of Easter there's loads of Easter egg things happening here. Yeah, I wanna know more about these Easter eggs in a moment. We'll okay, do that okay. later, we'll do that later because I'm I'm because you came when we watched okay, it. Easter egg number yeah. one. <laughs> you kept going, Easter egg Easter number egg one. Two. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, hold on to those. I want to know. Um, um yeah, go on. And he rehearses his wedding speech all of a sudden very well away from the eyes of people watching him yeah. and he uses a, tr a tree that we may or may not have seen before oh it's a certain tree is it um <laughs> a tree rachel was just say audio listeners dear listener rachel was doing some sort of weird movementy dance physical theater thing with her arms and think spirit fingers <laughs> bring it on okay Good reference. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, you have to take me back because I've gone now. I've gone. <laughs> you were talking about the tree. The tree. Yeah. So he has a ring. He's practicing. He's pretending all the different bits of the tree in the forest are the different people. And yeah. then he places the ring on a branch of the tree. Yeah. But it isn't the branch of a tree. It's actually where the body of a woman is lying. And he has broken a spell, basically, and he ends up in the underworld with the corpse bride. With the corpse bride. 
Emily. So they are now married. Um, except they're not yeah. to be married. She has to kill him. But I mean, that's the that's basis that's the basis of the. Yeah. And then it's all about him getting back to the real world, and then marrying Victoria, even though. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> what really sort of confused me a bit because it was like, who are we on side of? Who? What's what? What? Are we on the corpse bride side, or are we on uh, what's her name again? Emily. Emily's side. Who's played by Emily? No, but, um, she's God, not... you know it. You, you'll know it, but I I'm going to find her. out. She's called. Um... Oh, she's so famous. Emily Watson. No. Yes. Yes, Emily. Uh, she plays Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah. yeah, Emily Watson plays Victoria, and then Helena Bonham Carter plays Bonham McCarter. Helena Bonham Carter plays Emily. Yes. But yeah, I. So you have, if it was following the the route of your nonsense, normal normal stories, it'd be like, oh, well now the lead's spending all his time with this girl, and they're gonna find out they're in love at the end. Yeah, which was what I assumed. Yeah, well, we're not doing that, <laughs> so that didn't happen. Mm. But then equally, I was like, why are Victor and Thingy gonna get married anyway? Because. They don't actually. But what's but this is what I didn't get in terms of um Johnny Depp's performance as Victor. What is the lesson learnt from Victor here? What does he learn? Well, at the very, very beginning of the film, do you remember what the opening shot was? It was the town, wasn't it? He's in his room and he's got like a bell jar. Yeah. Over a butterfly. Right. And the opening shot is him looking at this, and then he lifts it, and the butterfly flies off. Yeah. So that's obviously like major foreshadowing for. But later, yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, I don't know personally what is, maybe learning to be less selfish. He was gonna die for her. Yeah, but he never. I think you're right. I think you're right. That is what the lesson is in terms of him being less selfish, being more self-aware of his own choices. And what he, and not being so much of a, an entitled aristocrat, effectively built into money, but like that character is never established in the first place. He's no, never he, he never comes across as, but as it's an. It's not his story. Yeah, I know it. It it's, it sort of is, but it isn't. It's not. It. It's her story. It's not about him. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here comes the other one. So it. I I I I yeah I know that it's not his story, but it very much starts with him, doesn't it? Yeah, but I I get I get it. He's just like a he's just a bit of a wet, boring character. But I guess there are some like very wet, boring men around. No, sorry, yeah. there are. <laughs> I really appreciate that you didn't look towards me there. I looked at you on the screen. Oh, I see. I'm only joking. I know it's like not like the best content for like because it's like our wedding anniversary tomorrow and like oh and it's also very lovely but like you don't have to marry someone if you don't want to marry them no you don't have to let them kill you when you're dead so that your big dead marriage works your your big zombie wedding you don't have Mm. to do that but obviously it was set a, a while ago so they yeah so the music's done by danny elfman Yep. who is a long-time collaborator of Tim Burton's as well. I think he did the music for the classic Batman movie, for Michael Keaton's song, um, initially for Batman. Um, and he's done loads of other things, including Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, but 
what do you okay talk about the music and the songs was it needed Oh, yes. how so Remains of the day is a bop. I'm I, it's really funny because I, I really I don't know why but I really enjoy the music in Nightmare but it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same way do you think in this it just one. didn't actually help the story at all it didn't serve anything how do you think but it's ultimately it's a children it's a children's film yeah ultimately and i think the way they talk about her emily's past which is a man proposed to her she fell hard and fast as he says mm. and then he murders her yeah. It's for kids. It's for kids. Um, He kills her. And it's quite... It's not that simply explained because then they explain why she's under the tree and what happened to her. And I don't think having a discussion between two characters in the film, in that format, would grip children. That's true, yeah. through song format... And it's quite jovial, like, bumpy, bonking yeah, music. Yeah, again, it's like... like bonking music like you know it's like it's just it's um bonking in music. instrumentally for children yeah you know it's not and it's also introducing like oh hi there are all of these skeletons we've got a man who is just a head who is also the voice of her his father yeah um it's Paul Whitehouse anyway mm. That is actually quite scary. Yeah, it's true. Upon looking, and you have to introduce them in this fun way. Like, yes, we are in the land of the dead and people are literally falling apart and rotting. But look, we're a great laugh. (laughs) (laughs) So literally, for all of this death, all of it, but it's just good fun. It's just good fun. It's all good for the family. It's good fun. (laughs) I didn't think it was a kids' movie until we watched it watched with our it children. It's <laughs> a it is a kids' movie. Yeah, no, I I see it now, and I went and watched it as a teenager. Well, it's for everybody, is it? Tim Burton is for everyone, to a point. Mind you, have you seen Wednesday? Have you seen his Netflix series of Wednesday? I've seen the first episode, and then uh, life happened. I yeah, think. I, I think carry on watching it. I mean, I I binged through it. Just for research. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to watch it. We like Catherine Zeta-Jones. We, we love Catherine Zeta-Jones. We love you, um, I thought it was really good. I, I Again, it has it has that distinct Tim Burton-ness to it, but it also you can tell it's got the claws of Netflix in it. heavily embedded in it. Because you but, know yeah. when you, you watch, like, what else does he do? The, the Alice in Wonderland movie? Are they his? Mm-hmm. When people are like, oh. So Tim Burton, yeah, I want to watch a Tim Burton film when I'm going to watch a Tim Burton film. Yeah, I want it to be weird and strange and mm. make me feel a bit funny. Like it, I don't. When people are like, oh, it's, it was very Tim Burton. Yes, it was very Tim Burton. Speaking of Tim Burton movies, and this one never happened, but would you have went and saw Nicolas Cage as Superman? If it actually materialised no. in the 90s. No. Oh, mm, I really liked Superman back in the day. Whereas now, not so much. Even with Henry Cavill. like oh, That's crazy. Even with Henry Cavill. I that's just, almost I blasphemous. Just, I just, I just, I just, 
I just, you know, you just. Not even Man of Steel. Not even that. I watched it. I, it's it's, so, no, it's I, no Lord of the Rings, is it? No, it's no Lord of the Rings, I'll be honest. That's true. But you, you can't compare Lord of the Rings to Man of Steel. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Superman for me is the 90s TV series with Terry Hatcher. Oh, dear listener, anybody agree there? Terry Hatcher? Any Terry Hatcher frat fans? Anybody? Hello. Hat tumbleweed. Um. He was in Coraline, also an amazing stop motion. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Um, okay. So, that's... did you like it or not? I can't quite work it out. I well, I'm still standing with what I originally said. I enjoyed it, but I also didn't love it. Would you watch it again? Because I would now go and sit. Like, I've I've watched it twenty times. No, I'd switch off. I would now. I feel like now, it has potentially. And because they're getting into it, has now like awoken maybe a little hyperfixation. Oh really? I might like get right back into it. Oh really? Yeah. Like Halloween, we're like we're dressing up, we're going for a corpse bride. Oh no, she wants us as the Adams family. The Adams family. But yeah. Um. Well, that's good for you. I'm really proud. I'm really happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really happy for you. I don't know. Maybe. The dog's really cute. I like. It's, okay, let's talk about characters then. Okay. Let's go straight into characters. Your favourite character, go. Mine's the worm. <laughs> I like that little worm. I don't even know what the name is. Phineas. No. Is it Phineas? No. Who's the maggot? N. Maggot. Him. Yeah. Uh, N. Reitel. N. He plays maggot. I enjoyed that role. It was funny. I cannot believe Paul Whitehouse was in it. He had multiple voices. That's crazy. I'm just looking at the cast, sorry. The cast is stacked. No, it's crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely stacked. I Jane like... Horrocks. Yeah, was is she the one who plays the chef the chef? She's like new arrival. <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, lots of fun. Richard I mean, E. I... Grant, our very own Loki variant, is in it. Yeah. That's Barakus Bitten. Barkus. Barkus, sorry. Um, yeah, I know. I my favorite role is definitely the maggot. I just think because in terms of the stop motion, the animation, the voice, it's very fun, and I enjoyed their bits. Um, but though it was really small, um, I thought Emily. I think in terms of Helen Bonham Carter, I think she was great. But hey. uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I really like Corpse Bride. Yeah, that's as, a, as a because again, she's gone her entire storyline. Which when you are watching it, also like. As a, with young children and she's like I wanted to get married and I will lie under this tree until someone marries me like yeah. no very idealistic. stop it you stop what is this and then at the end she but did you have I'm um, out of interest sorry to butt in but did you have that thought when you were watching it in 2005 has that changed since becoming a mother and now living in 2023 no I, th- I thought that at the time um do you think, well, I mean, it's no, it couldn't happen, but Victor could just not be in it. <laughs> and obviously he has to be in it because he's quite a key figure, but it's just like, eh. Yeah. Like, I, you I, are of no interest to me at all. I think they, I think what they could have done is that they could have either developed the character a little bit more, maybe put in a song that was meant to be in it, 
or get somebody else to voice it. He was a funny old choice. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, we, we do understand why Johnny, Johnny Depp was cast in it. But, like, equally, I think that they they probably could have been other voice actors. That, that is that pretty, thing where you kind of go, I don't, know, I don't know why he was in it. I don't know if he auditioned for it. I don't know if it was just, like, he offered it to it's him. no way he did. Probably, well, he made Helena wait, like, two weeks before telling her she got part. And he says she's being dramatic and it wasn't that long, but that he probably did make her wait a little while. But yeah, you know when people are like, obviously she's going to be in his film. Yeah. Obviously Johnny's going to be in his film. There is that thing of, there are literally thousands of other actors who could have voiced that role. Mm. Because there are enough, It's number one, it's a Tim Burton movie. Then you've got your big names in it. So he doesn't have to be the draw. No. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have to be the draw. So... I would have been interested in seeing who was around uh, around that time, who was big at that time, who could have done that. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. No, I think somebody younger. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Robert Pattinson. R. Pat. Back in 2005, <laughs> R. Pat would have been Cedric Diggory by then, right? <laughs> yeah, we would have been moving to Twilight Times, I think, wouldn't we? <laughs> Or like, um, 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 what's his name? Quicksilver. Not Evan Peters. Aaron. Sam. Aaron. Mama. Aaron. Aaron. Mommy, it won't heal if I have a plaster. No, okay, you're all right, Donna. It's all right, Bubba. It's that's what it's supposed to do. Dia's got a blister, everybody. Very big blister from where she was playing ukulele upstairs. She's showing you all. You played till you got blisters on your fingers. You're alright. It's alright. What's his name? Quicksilver. My he literally gets killed in um in Aaron Johnson. Yeah. Hello, Forest. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, let's talk about Easter eggs. Oh, yes, please. You can get some amazing ones now. Vegan ones, they're much better than they used to be, I find. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you had a list of Easter eggs when we were watching this movie, so I'm desperate to hear them now. You know in Toy Story how they always have the room number of the animation yeah. They all studied. Yeah. In this one, and I think maybe in Monsters Inc., 
there's a reference to a Ray Harryhausen, who is like the patron saint of like stop animation. Okay. And it's on the piano. So the piano is a Harryhausen. Harry, Harry, Harryhausen. Harryhausen. I think it's pronounced Harryhausen. I read it as Harryhausen when I read it. So yeah, that's his nod to him. And then in Monsters, Inc., He's like, I booked us a table at Harryhausen. Harryhausen, but it's impossible to get a reservation there. Oh, cool. So I just think that, I don't know if that actually is. a Disney nod, but it's not a Disney movie. Disney Pixar. Monsters, Inc. came out 2002, I think. So, yeah, would have come after. Cool. Um, then the tree, do you recognise, do you recognise the tree? Is the tree related to... A Tim Burton movie, which uh, one? Sleepy Hollow. Yes! Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. Yay! Oh, thank you. Um, and then of course we have the, um, the big, you know, hor- big classic horror film, um, that he sort of used when there's lots of, you know, Scary things leaning over out of the trees, looming, staring at Victor. Rachel was whispering, just so you're aware, dear dear listener. So she will speak up in a moment. (laughs) What is it? Come on, you watched it. I don't know. Uh, Ah. uh, The Hitchcock film, The Seagulls. The birds, come on. There's birds flipping air all in the films and they do loads of swooping and scaring people and when he's doing it's a hitchcock movie no but the the birds as in the movie the birds the birds there's a nod to the birds i didn't even notice but what about all the birds and they're all in the trees like stare like they do in the birds okay i still don't know what you're talking about the, the birds. birds. The f- you please tell me you've heard of the birds. No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The birds. The birds. The birds. Are you joking? As in, it's a movie. Are you joking? No. <laughs> you're joking. No, I'm not. I don't think I. I don't think so. You've never heard of the birds. I've probably seen something from that movie, most definitely, but I, my brain doesn't. Think of a movie that's called The Birds. The Birds. You keep saying it. It's called the <laughs> Jesus. The Birds. You keep it doesn't just because you're gonna keep saying the birds doesn't mean it's gonna like anyway, compute in my brain. Anyway, fine, moving on. The birds. What really pisses me off in this film, and I don't know if it's a deliberate mistake, if it even is a mistake, yeah, is that she reached she's like this tree branch with the pointer finger. So he puts a ring yeah. on her pointer finger and then they go down to the wherever it is and she's like, ah, oh, you said your vows. And her ring's on her ring finger. That's not the finger he put it on. He put it on the other finger. Oh. So that annoys me. That's just, that's just an annoyance of mine. Someone's playing not not ginger in our house. That would be a theater. So... You need to watch the birds. I need to watch the birds. Okay, Forrest, add it to the list, mate, of the old wild card movies. Because I mean, to be that, honest, we've got to crack on with Phase Four soon. That's but yeah, one of those with classic ones where he, I think, she actually genuinely got attacked by because they were like, you know, treating their actresses very poorly. Really? Yes, and she was actually like set upon by birds. 
The birds. The birds. Okay. Um. So my first one is. First one, what? What are we talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? Are you about to give us your final thoughts? Yeah. Sorry, Haley's just came back into the room. All right. Please join us for Haley's final thoughts. Haley's final thoughts on the movie. Final thoughts. So you've just been in the room for about another twenty minutes watching. And firstly, my favourite part is when the old man goes. (laughs) (laughs) She's acting for you all. And um. Okay. Word. Um, my second one is when um the dogs the dog king comes out of the box and he's like what's the dog called? Scraps. So she gifts Victor his the bones of his childhood dog, Scraps. Scrap. And yeah. he then abandons there and just leaves. Yeah. Just the same. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, again, we don't like Victor. I don't think we like Victor. No, Victor, we don't. I don't think we really like him very no, much. Yeah, it's unanimous. And, um, and um, my other one is when... Um, um, the one when... Um, the boy's like... Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, oh that's yeah, a yeah. lovely bit of the film we forgot to talk about when they're all reunited with their loved ones. Oh, the, yeah. the, the humans and the dead. Humans and the dead when they come have up. Their wedding. Oh, they join, yeah. don't they? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Join. Nice. Use your thumb, so okay, so I feel like we're naturally wrapping things up here because the children have gone feral, and also. It's dinner time. Um, and Matt thinks the film's really short, so we've spoken about the whole film. Because he thinks it's really short. Do you know what's not a short film, particularly? What? The Birds. It is not short. Is um, Hayley, yes. don't be here at podcast. We like to rate our movies out of uh, contents of a packet crisp. Okay? Crisp packet. So, mm-hmm. Hayley, yeah. if you're giving this movie a crisp packet rating... What type of crisps is this movie? Doritos. Oh, okay. Oh, she really loves Doritos. Is it a cheesy one or the cool ones? Che- cheesy Doritos. Yeah, not so cheesy, not the burning hot ones, just the orange packet cheesy. It's not chilli heatwave. I like that. That's a good one. Nice, right, thank you very much, Hayley. Um, I think in terms of, for me, I think, you know, I overall, I think it's a good movie for the family. Quite clearly, the kids enjoy it. Um, Rachel loves it. I'm indifferent, and I think that's just based on the length of the movie, some of the character motives, some of the songs that are in it that kind of disjoints the start of the whole narrative. Doesn't really serve much. Um, but if I was to give it a crisp packet rating, I'm going to give it mm, cheese and onion Walker's crisps. So some of you are going to hate that, but some of you are going to love that. So it's that kind of middle ground. Do you see what I mean? Cheese and onion walkers crisps. Anyway, um, let's give it a Rotten Tomatoes little look, okay? So according to the tomato meter, it's 84%. That's not bad, is it? And the audience rating is 77 So I think across the board, it's quite well liked and quite well known. And I think as well, as it's because it's quite 
Would you say it's a cult hit, Rachel? Yeah, I you know, I think loads of people got tattoos of Corpse Bride and stuff like that and you know, people religiously watch every Halloween, all that kind of thing. Fair play. Each to their own, right? Each to their own. Um, okay. So with all that, dear listener, I think that's the wrap up of Corpse Bride, but I'm not gonna just leave you just yet. Because what I'm gonna say is that you may have noticed on our Instagram page and Facebook that we have announced a live podcast that will be happening on Saturday the 10th of September. Hello dear listener I've just realized I've given you completely the wrong date it is Saturday the 2nd of September Saturday the 2nd of September not the 10th past Matt what what is wrong with you anyway let's forget that happened and let's go back to the usual bit. Um, at the Mercury Theatre Cafe bar, which is a completely free event. At 4.30, me and Forrest will be doing our very first in-person live podcast. That will be our monthly reviews, news and rumours episode. Come and join us. Turn up in cosplay. It's going to be a great day. If you're living locally, please do bring yourself, bring your family, bring your friends, bring your cousin, your granddad, your nan, whoever, twice removed, whoever. All right, bring them. Because it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great event. You can have a wonderful day at Invasion Culture as well, which will be taking part in the main part of town. And then at half past four, when the event's dying down, why don't you come to the old Don't Be Here podcast live podcast? Um, so come check us out. It'll be great to see you there. It's going to be a great day. Um, but that is not all. There is another announcement coming shortly. But we will do that in due course. I've got to do that with Forrest because that is big, big news. Um, but as per usual, dear listener, thank you very much for listening. We shall check you out very, very soon. Oh, and as well for next week, we'll be watching and reviewing Singham. We haven't forgotten about Singham. That's our next wildcard movie. All right there, dear listener. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be a Hero podcast. If you have any comments, feedback, or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.